Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! Then that's a dog that we really want to meet. Hey, can I pet your dog? 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 Please? With Renee and Allegra. C-I-P-Y-D. Welcome to Can I Pet Your Dog? I'm Allegra Ringo, a dog owner. And I'm Renee Colvert, a dog wanter. If we see a dog, we're going to pet it. And this is a podcast for unapologetic dog lovers. Allegra, this is our first episode. Uh, So let's talk about what you guys have gotten yourself into. Mm -hmm. Uh, This episode, we are going to get to talk to our producer and dog expert, Travis McElroy. Hello. Hello. There he is. He's here for us. We're also going to get to talk to... Tony Award winning Lin-Manuel Miranda, uh, who's brought you the smash hit musical Hamilton. He's going to tell us about uh, having a dog in New York City. And then Allegra, you have dog news, right? I have big dog news. I'm going to tell you guys all about a brand new app for dog owners. That's all I'll say for now. What a tease. (laughs) That's right, guys. (laughs) Uh, But first, we want to tell you about a dog we met this week. So when Allegra and I are hanging out, just the two of us, we usually spend most of the time talking about dogs we met this week, and we thought, what a great idea for our first segment, just talking about dogs we met. Uh, Allegra, can I tell you about a dog I met this week? Please do. All right. Now, it's got a little bit of a backstory. Okay. Uh, I don't... I don't want to say it was a bummer week, but it was a little bit uh, nostalgic because it was my last week with my therapist. Oh, that's hard. It is. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I go to the Southern California Counseling Center, which uh, I now I'm going to I'm going to try to tell you about this, but we may get corrected. Uh, therapists have to serve a certain number of hours before they can be an official therapist. So mm-hmm. there are places like counseling centers where they can collect those hours. Uh, but then after they're done, they become an official therapist and I can't afford them anymore. Sure. So uh, it was nostalgic just because I was going to miss my therapist. Uh, and then also the thing I'm a little tickled by is the whole reason I went to therapy in the first place was to try to get a big showbiz job. Sure. You know, that's what therapists use you for. To and that was a- your method was I need a showbiz job. I think I need to go to therapy. Right? That tracks for me. I think that makes I sense. I mean, I guess it's a, it's a lot more introspective than I feel like most people's like, so I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> right? And I feel like you were like, maybe I should better myself. Sure. Well, That's how you get big, big wig jobs. But a little bit, right? Like if I can, if I can handle rejection, if I can learn how to like keep pushing forward, just in general, I think therapy is good for everybody. So oh, I, I agree with you. I just think it's a, it's a very self-aware start to, I need a showbiz <laughs> job. But I'm going to start first on myself. <laughs> exactly. Right? Everyone should do this. It's important. It's important. Uh, so, uh, but the thing that I'm a little tickled by is I was there for 18 months and in the time it took my therapist to go through all of her hours, uh, <laughs> oh, no. I like, barely brushed up my resume <laughs> so it's like ah, I, should, I should probably move a little quicker with this process so uh, anyway just feeling like a little bummed a little nostalgic like yeah. ah, crap uh so right in that area uh for those that live in la it's right at like um pico and fairfax uh, is kind of where that but place sure, is the dog district the therapy district the, the therapy district where that yes. meets the dog district yes uh-huh. exactly uh there is a place called paper or plastic mm. Eh, exactly. Yeah, they could work on the name, but it's just as cute as could be. A lot of rustic decor, a lot it's of a mason jars. What is it? It's like a coffee shop, but right. also with a dance studio in the back. Mm, I don't right. quite understand I'll think it, about it. So let's talk about let's talk about pitfalls. Uh, dance studio in the back that nobody really understands. Yeah. Uh, terrible service. Ooh. Wildly overpriced. <laughs> okay, you haven't sold me yet. Not yet, but wait, listen to this. All right. There's always a dog. 
Ooh. Always. 100%. Okay. Say what like, you will about us. There's always a dog here. <laughs> <laughs> they should change the name to that instead of paper or plastic. Paper, I'm sorry, paper or plastic. I'm sure you're nice enough people. I really hate that name. I can't. Uh, yeah. It's also irrelevant in this day and age. Guys, we don't ask that question what are we anymore. Nobody In LA. We can't have plastic bags. Anyway, I'm sorry. Tell me about the dog. You know what? Next, I'm real ticked off. You now. seem real upset. Next time I go, I'm going to pick up a comment card. Thank you. And I'm going to bring it to you. And then you can you can let them know. But Thank I you. think I'm going to turn turn your attitude towards this. All right. Because while we'll I was see. there, <laughs> just believe in me, there was a dog. <laughs> I think a yellow lab and golden retriever Oof, mix. Loyal mix. Uh, and I'll tell you why. Because he had fluffy uh, fluffy hair on the back uh, mm-hmm. uh, right by his tail. Uh, Ozzy. Oh, was his name. great name. And uh, Ozzy just failed guide dog school. <gasps> How? I'll tell you. So I was sitting there. His owners uh, brought brought the dog and was like, hey, can I uh, leave with you? Uh, he's <gasps> having a rough day. He just failed guide dog school. He Ozzy. Oh, Ozzy. And they left him in your care? Yes. Oh, that is so sweet. That's, that's the difference between like being you and being me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no one voluntarily is like, can I leave an important thing with you? Right. Can I just... Keep him here. You're an honest looking person. I've got a giant <laughs> It'll be <beard>. fine. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. Um, so, okay. But with paper and plastic, among other things we don't like, they uh, terrible service. So Ozzy was there for a while. We had some time together and that sweet little pup did not take his eyes off me Aww. the entire time. So he might have failed guide dog school, but he's, listen, he's got a little intuition on him. He's, he's going to be a okay. And the thing that I, uh, was charmed by was that uh in actual therapy uh i was sad she was sad uh, but then ozzy just talking about him i was like but i mean i met a cool dog Aww. and maybe i'll do a podcast and then that got us laughing so it's nice real sweet ozzy right turn your day around so i feel like though he failed guide dog school first off one i'm proud of him for following his heart yeah and and not doing something nobody wanted him to do but no. um I also I feel I feel like he's okay. Well, here's what I want to know is how do you fail guide dog school? Because if it's that he got an automatic fail because he led someone into a burning building, sure. then I would say, all right, Ozzy, we got a lot of things we can work on. Right. But is it the kind of thing where there's like a bureaucracy situation involved? Like, was Ooh. it like, well, you're supposed to take this much time to let someone cross, help someone cross the street or... You know, that's like, a is great it question. I would like to believe because because Ozzy Ozzy didn't lick my hand. He mm-hmm. didn't uh, he didn't necessarily need a scratch. I think he knew that like he could tell I was bummed out, but he wasn't mm. he was going to overdo it. So maybe he was like, hey, man, listen, I think you can do it yourself. I think you can find the fridge on your own. Maybe that's it. <laughs> so uh, just stared at me the whole time, which gave me a great opportunity to do a little photo shoot. Ooh, so I have a, a great photo of Ozzy, which I will put on our Twitter uh, for you guys to check out and see what Ozzy looks like. Also, if you guys know how guide dog school works, how do you fail? How does it work? How what happens afterwards? Like, is there a uh, like a GED program he can go through that he'll be OK? Because I want to follow up and make sure that he's all right. I also want to let him know, like, hey, man, you got me through therapy. You're doing OK. Just go go your own path. Go your own way. So if you do know, tweet us at at CIPYD podcast and on Instagram at CIPYD podcast as well. Let us know got that if you have any info down we've got it down guys <laughs> now it's time for dog news Woo! dog news renee yes i have some dog news for you <laughs> i'm ready now have you guys heard of tin dog the tinder for dogs i <laughs> i like how you said i like that a lot <laughs> 
Should I work it's for them? Good. Nope, it's pretty good. I, I'm good at it. It was very carnival barkery. <laughs> Great. One syllable at a time. time. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I Listen, I've heard tale of this, but I need to know T-A-I-L. Okay. Oh, great. That's great. That's great, cute. you guys. You're proud, of that. you're proud of that. Good night. <laughs> so, Renee, you're not a dog owner. Okay, you haven't no. heard of it. Travis? Yes. I, I have not. All right. Here's what it is, guys. It bills itself as the Tinder for dogs. So uh, those of you in the dating world may know Tinder is a dating app where you see someone's photo and a tiny bit of information about them. You swipe right if you like them and maybe want to meet them. You swipe left if you're not interested in the person. So Tindog is essentially the same thing, but for dogs and their owners. So you see photos of dogs and small pieces of information. You can swipe left if you don't want your dog to play with that dog. You can swipe right if you do. Allegra. Mm Mm-hmm. Allegra, have how many dogs have you met on this app? Well, I gotta be honest with you, Renee. I haven't met in person. I haven't met any. Allegra. Have you? But have you made any like ten dog? I don't know what it's called, but like a connection. Right. Well, we. I've had. I have matches. I don't have any messages yet. Okay. Do uh do they have the same option as Tinder that you can reach out? Yes. To that you can send a little message to the dogs. Now are these Oh the yeah. Do- are you speaking in the dog's voice at this? This is what's unclear to me. Okay. I think you can go several different ways. Personally, I would be very creeped out if someone messaged me as their dog and said like, "Hey, I'm Peanut Butter. Do you want to play?" I would really hate that. Sure. No, that would that would enter in kind of like a role play. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's that. quite that weird. The thing I'm not totally clear on is is this for meeting dogs or is this for owners to meet each other? Is there information about the owners as well? Yes. Or is it just dog information? There's a little bit of information about the owners, but it is more dog heavy. So at face value, I'm into it. I'm just not sure. I want to know what people are using it for. Is it secretly for dating? I would get okay. So first of all, you've downloaded it, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, and we've got uh, your sweet pup pistachio, yes. which Travis and I are very well versed in. Mm-hmm. But, oh yes. Uh, but let everybody know all about pistachio. Oh, yeah, maybe I should. You guys, I should tell you about the most important thing in my life, which <laughs> is my dog pistachio. She's about three years old. She's a little Chihuahua terrier mix of some sort. She has a little underbite, and she likes to howl when she's excited. So that's pistachio in a nutshell, so to speak. <laughs> so. On Tindog, it's pretty fun at first because you get to upload a bunch of pictures of your dog, which is obviously all anyone ever wants to do. Yep. Right. So you upload a bunch of pictures. You write a little profile. I wrote, Pistachio is three years old and 15 pounds. She's pretty hyper and howls when she's excited. Excellent I, profile. I think you think? Yeah. You think yeah, it yeah. more? That, I think it's good. I okay. think it's honest. She was, yeah. You were honest what, about her age. What more information is there about your dog that's not just like you Insane. like putting things on top of the dog? Like, yeah. she really <laughs> loves sunset. Right, right. <laughs> I know that's why I, I was like, I feel like you need a size and personality like description. I don't think I want to go into more detail than that because I feel like beyond that, it's a little crazy. It is a little Even curious. for me. So I have one comment and mm-hmm. one question. Okay, The great. comment is, to your question earlier, is it for dating? Mm-hmm. Everything is. Like you that's think? all I could think. Any anything that allows you to make any connection with yeah. another person in the universe is for dating in some way. All right. I think it's for meeting people. To support Travis's theory, I have already in my mind cultivated a fake personality uh, that I can put on there just yeah. to meet him, just to see if there's some. Oh, so you're already lying about your. Well, you're going to lie by the fact that you have a dog, first of all. Right. Yes. 
sure. Okay, great, great, great. I've got, I've got some conniving, conniving theories. Wow. I would, I would say even if it's not on paper about dating. Yeah. Like the idea being that, sure. like, I'm looking to meet people who have dogs. Because you're not just sending right. a dog out to meet the other people. <laughs> so it's like, I'm looking to meet people in my area. Right. Dog. But here's my question. Okay. You've been using it. Mm-hmm. Have there been dogs that you looked at their picture and thought, oh, no. <laughs> I would not want Pistachio to play with that dog. Well... Only because my only real criteria is size, because Pistachio is a little afraid of dogs that are big. So Pistachio's small. She'll deal with medium-sized dog. If it's like a big dog, she's just too afraid of them. And they want to play, and they paw at her face, and she gets scared. It just wouldn't be like a fun dog date for anyone. So I'll swipe left on dogs that are big. But I will tell you, I feel guilty doing it, because I feel like a real jerk. <laughs> rejecting this dog, who will never know that who that happened. No, they don't know. They don't even they don't know their know. picture is on... This they don't know what an app is. They probably assumed you deleted the app. That's what I do. <laughs> the dogs assume that. Just, yeah, yeah, they just deleted it. They didn't swipe. They <laughs> deleted me. it. They just deleted it. I uh, do feel bad though. Now, do you do you think that you would want to try a date just to see, like, not a date, Ugh. but like a, a meet up for pistachio's sake? Well, <sighs> here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> That's a lot of apprehension. God, I know. I'm really, I'm really, <laughs> I'm staring at a wall, like really coming to terms with a lot of things right now. <laughs> do I want to? No. Sure. Uh. Because I feel like I can just take Pistachio to the dog park and she can play with other dogs at her own volition. And the thing with dogs is that just meeting some other random dog, I don't think they're going to fight, but they might not care about each other. She meets dogs a lot of times. They smell each other and they go like, all right, I don't care. And so then what? You're stuck talking to the person? Right. I don't know. And I guess that makes it even curious. Like, have you, before this app came out, where you're like, if only there were a way for Pistachio to meet other dogs? No, that's a great question. I would say, no, I don't know that this was a hole in the market that needed to be filled. Because when you just walk around the neighborhood with the dog, you meet everybody. Sure. Everyone wants to talk about dogs. I guess if maybe you're a little more introverted than I am, it could be helpful. Personally, I'm always talking about dogs and walking my dog and just shouting about dogs at anyone who will listen to me. So it's never been a problem. To meet other dogs or dog people. Right. I will say this, though. One of the main reasons I don't have a dog is because I'm never home. And I don't yeah. think that I can take uh, good care of her. But if there was an app. but And I also don't want to pay a fortune to have somebody like walk my dog and see it all the time. But if there was an app where I could meet other trustworthy people in my area who I knew loved dogs. And like could come over and do like a little barter. A little swap. Like I'll watch your dog on this day. Ooh. Watch yours. That I would buy into. I would love that app. That's interesting. But... That, that I guess just the like in your area element would be appealing that way. That's interesting. Well, there is WAG, which is an app and other similar apps for dog walkers in your area. Oh. But it's a... I got to give them money. Yeah, that's the thing. It's a pay situation. Oh, so it's like Lyft. Exactly. It's exactly okay. like... I think they actually do call it like the Lyft of dog walking or something like that. That's a, that's a lazy tagline. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I think they might say Uber. Also, can you use another company's... That's what I'm saying. Name in your tagline? That's lazy. Is that, are they owned by Uber, though, maybe? No, Do man. They're totally no different thing. Oh. No, they just, I think they just like the, we're the blank of blank. Sure. Uh, so overall, would you recommend it? Do you think we should download it? Boy, that's hard. I say download it, give it a try, see what you think of it. Would you download it just to look at dogs? Is it a good resource to like Ooh, look at dogs? Good question. Yes. Okay. I absolutely. I, in the same way that Tinder is kind of fun to just be like, yes, no, yeah. yes, no. Pretty, and, like, pretty, pretty, not pretty. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's way more fun with dogs because they're all great and they're all cute. And it's a great resource for just swiping and seeing dog photos. So it's a good picture book. Yes. Not practical. 
I think that's a perfect summary of it. Lucky there. So that's all for kind of like reasonable dog moves. But we have groundbreaking, epic dog news to share with you. Mm -hmm. You guys, this week, Allegra is going out of town and I get to watch Pistachio for five days. That's right. That's... She says get to, like I didn't make her do it. Uh, Sure. Gets to. I feel like that's an I uh, I'm really excited. I'm so excited that you're excited because I feel bad making you do it, to be honest with you. Why? Why would you? I think, but I would, because Travis and Allegra both have dogs. Uh, I think, like, that's the key, right? When you want people to watch him, you just get somebody who's obsessed with dogs and then that's a home run. I will say I was that person before I had a dog. Sure. Now, if someone asks me to watch their dog, I'm like, but back then when I didn't have a dog of my own. Yeah. That's fair. I was excited about it. I'm kind of living for the snuggles. Oh, yeah. Nap a lot more than I usually do, just so I can get a little. You're going to love napping with her. Yeah. Do you have any tricks to make her snuggle more than she usually does? Ooh, good question. I was thinking bacon in my armpit. (laughs) Smart. Really smart. (laughs) Uh, You know, she's actually such a cuddly dog. You don't really need to. She's a very affectionate dog. She likes to be spooned. (laughs) This makes me sound like a psycho. No, it doesn't. But. She likes to like cuddle up to you like that. She likes to kind of cuddle up next to your butt. She likes to be in like your crevices kind of. Okay. I got crevices. You can, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. Shove her in there. Travis is making a real weird face. He didn't like that word at all. He is that it. not? Nope. He likes that's, it. I feel pretty sure that's how guys <laughs> like ladies to be described. Ooh, she's got crevices. Ooh, a bunch of crevices on that one. So many crevices. Next up, we have Ask an Expert. We're going to be talking to our producer, Travis McElroy, who also has experience as a dog trainer. That is correct. We I, really lucked out with that. Travis, you're too, a little tip for one for us. No, listen, I don't, want to, I don't want people to get the wrong impression. I was not like uh, Caesar Milan or anything. I was not like, he's the, he's the guy. He's a dog whisperer. <laughs> no, I worked for nine months at PetSmart. But more importantly, I've been a dog owner since I was nine and um, I, I'm pretty obsessed. Pretty obsessed. And Buttercup is pretty well behaved. I think that's a good way. Like I have met a lot of people who are like, ah, I'm a dog expert, but then their dog's a mess. So, yeah. uh, so I think uh, the proof is in the pudding. Well, we got very lucky when we got Buttercup. Um, she was a rescue, and she was just so happy. I don't know how much of this is like we're great and she loves Teresa and I and how much of it is like buttercup is like chill and as long as like nobody's knocking on the door she's pretty relaxed so and she just loves me and will do anything I want so that's pretty great too well speaking of which I'd like to ask you a question as a former dog trainer and dog owner yes I am trying to train pistachio not to bark as much when people come over and it is so hard because she's so excited what are your tips for this well, it's one of the toughest things because it's uh, you have so little control over the variables. Uh, training a dog to sit, the reason it's so easy is, one, dogs naturally want to sit. Like, they sit whether you tell them to or not. So it's really just trying to get that on command. But training a dog not to do something mm-hmm. is way harder um, because the key is consistency. So, for example, um, say that your issue was that the dog jumped up on people. Mm-hmm. You can do everything you want to when it's you, and then a new person walks in the house and is like, oh, and so excited that the dog's jumping up that it's like, well, thank you for (laughs) reinforcing that behavior. (laughs) So what you want to do is when they don't bark, reward right Mm -hmm. away. 
Um, the other way you can do is to train quiet by letting them bark. And when they stop, say, quiet. Good girl. Good boy. Oh, Buttercup's oh, wagging her tail as soon as I say good girl. I did something right. Did something um, right. Great job, yeah, Buttercup. That's a little bit tougher. The, yeah. the catching behavior is a little bit harder, but can work faster because they make the connection on their own. Um, but really, the key is try to figure out what the triggers are. So, mm. like, Buttercup doesn't like uh, the sound of people, like, arming their car alarms. She doesn't like the sound of the ice cream man. She doesn't <laughs> like people's keys jangling. So, when you hear those things, like, being ready oh, uh, to, like, go. Because once they've really, like, revved up their barking, there's other things you can do, like a no-no can or mm-hmm. where, you know, it's just a empty soda can full of pennies or pebbles Mm -hmm. that you shake and usually the sound is uh, shocking enough to stop them or like a squirt bottle um there's also there are shocking collars um and on the lower end there's citronella spray collars yes i have actually tried one of those it worked for like a day yeah so well and then she went wait a minute i like barking and i'm gonna bark past this yeah that's the thing is it really just depends on if it works for that animal right um like for example uh shock collars were for like invisible fences i know a family that had two dogs one dog that it would get shocked by the fence and that dog refused to go near the fence after that their other dog would just run through get whoa, shocked and whoa. keep going yeah. wow yeah yeah um and so it really just depends on how effective it is the problem you can run into with a shock collar when barking is usually if the dog is anxious that's why they're barking they're afraid they don't like the thing and what you're really making an association for is like yeah of course it's scary you get shocked oh, when right. it comes right so there's always the risk that they don't form the association with barking they instead form the association like when people knock on the door you get shocked with being scared yeah um so it's more kind of a it's not at all a first uh first solution sure, now, sure. do you recommend creating the scenario where you like knock on a table and then train over and over and over again yeah i mean that's that's usually the best way you can do it um but once again so another important thing to keep in mind when you're doing any kind of training whether it's sit or behavioral training is that your dog can get exhausted with it right so like if your dog so for example with buttercup if we knock on something she reacts like somebody's knocking on the door not all dogs do sure um and if it's something where it's like a stranger coming in the house it's a little bit harder but if you can work on the scenario tell your friends ahead of time it's usually the best thing to do so like for you guys coming over today i know barking makes or knocking makes her bark right so i said just text me when you get here don't knock on the door she'll bark she did great um and she was fine and so like tell your friends if they're coming over like hey when you come in if they jump up on you just turn around don't react to it um, but yeah, create the scenario, but then like, don't just keep doing it for hours and hours. Cause eventually the dog's like, I, I'm so tired. I don't want to do this anymore. You mm-hmm. also had super shit. When I came in, you were like, you're going to need to dial it back at least 80%, Renee. Uh, yeah. so is your energy contagious to them? Definitely. Okay. Definitely. It's one of those things where, and I love you very much. You're, you're very, you're a very energetic person. Sure. And so when you have a very energetic dog, like Buttercup is, um, it just, it, all of the training goes out the window. Right. Like, and she is incredibly well behaved, well trained, 
But when someone's super excited, she will not sit. She will not stay. Mm-hmm. She'll jump up on people. She will bark. She'll stick her tongue in people's mouths because, like, she's just so excited. Yeah. And she's, like, still only, like, three years old and she's going crazy. Um, so that's another thing. If you have people enter your home, just say, like, hey, we need to be chill because Buttercup also gets so excited she pees. Sure. Oh. That's another thing we try to stay away from. That's fair. Uh, I have a question. I don't have a dog. I want a dog. The reason I don't have a dog, I think, aforementioned, is because I'm never home, mm-hmm. and I think it'd be cruel to put a big dog in a small apartment. Problem is, I love big dogs. So, two questions. One, are there big dogs that have the traits of small dogs, or is there a small dog that has the trait of a big dog? Um. Well, I, I have little experience with bigger dogs. Okay. Um, I've always been a small dog owner. Sure. Uh, and that said, <laughs> on board. that said, I want to be clear. I have no prejudice. I love big dogs. Sure. I've just never owned one. I would say your best bet is to go smaller dog. Okay. Um, I, okay. So if you're looking for a medium sized to bigger dog, going a retriever is a good way to go. A okay. lab, a golden, something like that, because they're very trainable, very well behaved, okay. um, very eager to please. They're not the world's smartest dogs, but they really want you to be happy. So they'll do whatever you want. Would explain that guide dog earlier that that's why they pick. It's the why dog. it's okay. why most guide and service dogs are retrievers of okay. some kind or or labradors of some kind because they're just they're like they are the hunting dog. Like they're the dog that like exists to do what you want. Sure. Um, I'm a big fan of terriers. Oh yeah. Um, because ter- what is Buttercup? What's Buttercup's? Name? She's a border terrier mix. I okay. mean, like she's got the brindle and like the coat and more or less body of a border terrier with like a face closer to like a beagle. Cool. Um, but terriers have big dog attitude, which is what I've always liked about them. I growing up, I had a Scottish terrier named yeah. Nessie, Aww. who yeah, she was great. <laughs> um, was adorable. Um, was beautiful, purebred, so glorious. But like. I saw her like face down German shepherds and like Rottweilers and <laughs> yeah, she was Nessie. not she was not Tough. bothered by bigger dogs at all. Love it. So like a terrier is very like stocky, very strong. Um and Buttercup is built like a big dog that got shrunk down, which are always <laughs> my favorite kinds of dogs. Yes. So like Buttercup's legs are very long and yeah. she's very fast and she's faster than most dogs on the playground. Um but yeah, I would say like if you want a big dog attitude, um probably Probably a terrier is the way to go. Okay. But I would say, like, if you want a bigger dog that works well in a smaller apartment, I've been in your apartment. It's not that small. True. You can go with, like, a retriever and be fine. Okay. The key is always if you have a bigger dog or any kind of energetic, any dog in an apartment, really, exercise, 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 exercise. Right. I mean, uh, even if it's not, like, even if you're not taking him on, like, a three-hour walk every day, like, take him to the park, you know, take him as much as you can. Um, give him as much exercise as you can. Sure. That I feel good about that. All right. So I have to get a terrier and a Labrador. I will also say this, and <laughs> I would say this to anybody who asks, if you want to get a dog and you are full of love for dogs. Yes. So far, so good. Check, you should check. get one. There, I think there is a thousand very reasonable reasons to convince convince yourself not to get one. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my apartment's too small. Oh, I don't know if I'd have time for it. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And this is... This is me, not as an expert, but as an incredibly <laughs> biased person. Mm-hmm. 
it's still better than them being in a shelter. Oh, Travis, I got to go. I agree with that as a dog owner. Go. So like my point of view is like if you have that much love for your for a potential dog, yeah. you'll be a great dog owner. Okay. Um and you'll figure out a way to make time for them and like take them out and everything like that, but the fear that stops people from getting dogs always makes me go, but just you want one, just, just get, get it. one. Just get it. Just get it. Something my dog trainer Melissa Munoz, who's very great, said to me was dogs don't get to have a perfect life and i was like oh it sounds so dumb but i hadn't thought of it she was like well it's like having kids right you do the best you can but sometimes they have to be home you for get bad days yeah. right sometimes, sometimes you have to have a bad day exactly yes. and you're gone for a few hours longer than they want you to be and that's okay right it builds character well and it's no. generally like travis said it's like well do they overall have a good life it's a lot better than being in a shelter yeah, yeah. okay god jesus guys okay. renee get a dog <laughs> just get a damn okay, dog okay renee. okay renee. <laughs> but the video i want to share the video that travis sent allegra and i all three of us bald am i reporting that properly oh, we absolutely. were all inconsolable uh it is a compilation of kids being surprised by a dog and the kids just losing it with tears of happiness you can't get through it just hysterical like so that. good like they so pick out the dogs sweet. and it's like <laughs> it's the best which i gotta say surprised me i thought that was an adult reaction Look i don't that. know what it was they just started so crying sweet. immediately and it's just so and you could tell it's like one of those things where they're young enough that they've never cried out of happiness yeah. before yeah. so for the first time they're just like i don't know why i'm crying I either know. i just i'm happy the yeah. first girl just keeps saying it's so cute <laughs> As she cries. So, so cute. Uh, so yeah, uh, go to our Facebook page and check out uh, CIPYD. That's an acronym for uh, Can I Pet Your Dog? Because Can I Pet Your Dog is too long. Uh, and you can find that compilation video of people crying when people surprise them with dogs. <gasps> so everyone should surprise their significant others no! with a dog. Okay, That's the takeaway. Sure, That's what you said. You guys are both surprising me with a dog. I'll, I'll still act surprised. My birthday's in September. I cannot wait. Surprise. <laughs> Can I give you a dog? <laughs> That's my other podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys, what a treat. Our guest today, Lynn manuel Miranda, brought you In the Heights, Bring It On, and the smash hit Hamilton, who the president and Jon Stewart just called phenomenal. Well, there you go. There we are. <laughs> Welcome, Lynn. Thank you for having me. Now, as much amazing things as you've done we probably just want to talk to you about your dog oh that that <laughs> makes me so happy because all i want to talk about is my dog and no one wants to hear about it <laughs> great so thank you i bet that's not true though i'm sure well they will today <laughs> so our first question is uh how did you meet your dog um so my dog was a total unplanned pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it's kind of a, 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 a sad, funny story. Um, my, my, I was on vacation with my wife's family in the Dominican Republic and, um, this four pound beach dog, um, jumped up on my wife, like put her front paws on my oh, wife's beach chair and it. nipped her ankle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for real. And then, uh, <laughs> <my> <laughs> wife Travis's dog buttercup, she approves. <laughs> amazing. Um, my, my wife pet the dog and said, this dog, I've never seen anything need attention more in its life. Aww. And I was like, oh, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, you know, the dog, the, the puppy, like really like about eight weeks old, uh, the puppy followed us around all day and we said, okay, if it comes back tomorrow, um, we'll keep her. 
It's destiny. <gasps> we go to bed that night. We come back the next morning, and she is back with another little gray dog that is the same size. Oh. She's like, love me, love my sister. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, um, and they were sisters, and uh, we were like, Oh well, what are we gonna do with dogs? <laughs> and we actually we actually brought them both home. We brought uh, we brought our dog into the states, and we found a family, a uh, loving family in Virginia for her sister. So there's like a city dog and a country dog. Oh my gosh! Um, that we brought them b- both home. Now what and, our, you... and so my dog's name is Tobillo, which is Spanish for ankle because she bit my wife's Aww, ankle. Oh, that's perfect. So cute. And what's her sister's name? Um, I don't know. Her sister's name, when we named her in DR, was Muñeca, which is Spanish for doll. But I think the new family named her something super American. I think it's like Barbie now. (laughs) 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 So she kind of had the Ellis Island transfer. Sure. That's fair. Now, do the two ladies get to hang out still? Uh, yeah, we, we reunited them, um... Uh, last week, and I think they had different daddies. I think they had different baby daddies because the, they grew into really different dogs. Like our dog is 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 really small, about what thirty inches long. She's about thirty pounds, and the other dog is like looks like a beach dog, like those you know, like short hair, uh, blonde, like super mutt. Um, our dog looks like Splinter from Ninja Turtles. Like she's <laughs> really like hairy and has like a gray beard, and it like you think it speaks softly with a Japanese accent and like talks about <laughs> very wise. Uh, a lot of wisdom. Now, what's yeah, your this de- dog's wise. <laughs> <laughs> and what's your definition of a beach dog? I like that term you keep using. Um, it's, you know, I, you see it all the time in the Caribbean. I mean, there's a lot of, of stray dogs there. And it's sort of like very short hair, kind of tan, you know, like varying between tan and brown. And, uh, and just kind of around. Like, <laughs> there, there were like two or three beach dogs that just hung out at the complex where, where my in-laws have an apartment. And the staff kind of takes care of them. Um, and this puppy was just so little and no one had claimed her. So we, we brought her home. Oh, that, I mean, you're, you're our first guest, but I think you may have the reigning best story of how you meet your dog. That's a really good story. And if you had to guess, what breeds do you think she is? Um, we call her a Dominican terrier. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Um, She's she's definitely a, a super mutt, and she's got black and gray hair. Um, but I think she's she's some kind of terrier schnauzer mix. Oh, I think she's the I think she I've decided she's the product between uh, a beach dog and a visiting European dog that was visiting the Dominican Republic. Oh yeah, the, 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 I love child, the child of their liaison. I love that explains the wisdom. She's seen a lot. She knows a lot. The background is dense. Yeah. Well, we uh, we also. Do you have a favorite like trait or weird thing that she does that's really funny? Well, you know, it's it's really interesting. Like she, so she lives with us, and you know, up, we live up in Washington Heights, New York, and she's pretty much a city dog. Um, but we took her back to DR, and we saw all her like scrappy Oliver Twist, <sighs> uh, I'm a survivor instincts come back. Like we saw her literally dig a live. Uh, crab out of the sand and suck it out of its shell. Whoa! <laughs> That's cool. This dog uh, is tough. Um, which is so gangster. And then the other <laughs> thing she does is whenever she's, whenever she's on a soft surface, she kind of does this weird, like, elk-like deer dance. She's, she's whimpering right now because she's in the room with me. Um, she does this weird elk-like dance and kind of spins in a bunch of circles and falls down. And we always thought that was really funny and strange until we saw her back on the beach, where it turns out she actually knows how to, she digs herself like until she's got like soft, cold sand and then like falls in it. Oh, wow. very smart. So it's like this weird survival trait that has extended to our blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not how mad interesting. At that. 
So cute. And we got to hear her in the background when we uh, first talked to you said that she was just getting toweled off. Did she just get a bath? <laughs> yeah, well, she's been running around. We're at, a, we're at a friend's house up near Lake. So she kind of jumped in the lake and came back. And so she's she's whimpering and just rubbing herself across every surface. <laughs> Aww. So cute. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the fun thing is we so we have a newborn. He's about eight months old. And the moment we brought he, him, he home, means a baby, not a dog. Okay. <laughs> What's that dog? Um, yeah, yeah. This time I mean a baby. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she, she smelled the baby. She ran around the apartment and then like pooped and peed in every corner of the house. <laughs> Just like, this I'm not is having my this house. Mine. This is mine. My territory. <laughs> But but now that the baby's starting to crawl, she's like actually engaging with it and like running up to it and then like running away to make it laugh. Like it's it's actually the most delightful of all the things. So cute. And it is the baby seem like it's gonna be a good dog person. Baby's the baby on board. Is so in love with this dog. Aww. Right. Anytime the dog walks in the room, the baby is so happy. Ugh. And right. I love I love that you call the baby it <laughs> for the record. <laughs> We're raising him right. We're raising him right. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna choose its own life course. It's not up to me, man. That's beautiful. That's very Can I ask you a question, Lynn? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we also live in a big city, but I've never lived in New York, and I feel like Los Angeles is a little bit more dog friendly. Do you have any kind of like problems having a dog in like such a hustle and bustle kind of city? Well, um, that's the great thing about living uptown is there's actually a ton of parks. Um, so we have never been more than, you know, a few blocks from, um, a park where it's leash free before 9am, uh, which is what we have now. Um, so, you know, the dog can run around get exercise. Um, and that's, I mean, that's really the toughest thing is like making sure the dog gets like its yayas out. Um, but, uh. You know, it's 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 all right. We've been figuring it out. That's good. I love the no leash before nine a.m. That's fantastic. I love the term yayas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that's tough. So we we live near a park called uh, Fort Tryon Park uh, uptown, and there are um, hedgehogs and skunks also Whoa. before nine a.m. So you kind of have to be really careful what part of the park you you let your dog go in, uh, because. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, a hedgehog, like, cool. Uh, not a hedgehog, a uh, groundhog. Um, oh. The groundhogs, like, do not care, and dogs are actually really scared of them. <laughs> but skunks, but skunk would be like, that would be like two weeks of your life. Can be a situation. Oh, now, yeah, have we man. had a situation just yet, or so far so good? No, so far so good. I, I, I've been able to spot them uh, ahead of time, and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> we're walking. Bad luck. <laughs> <laughs> we're moving. We're moving. Eyes straight ahead, guys. Yeah, I straight ahead. Well, for the most part, Renee and I are friends, but <laughs> for the most part, we uh, we have a, a little a, a gruff, a battle. Yeah, there's a big yeah, there's a big butt after that. Uh, but we do disagree. I'm I'm in the camp of little dogs. Renee is pro big dogs. So, Lynn, where do you stand? Are you more of a big dog or a little dog person? Oh God, I mean, I you know it's funny because when. Toby was. We had a little dog that kind of turned into a mid-sized sedan dog. Ooh, uh, very controversial. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, when when we brought Toby home from the Dominican Republic, she fit under the chair in our plane. Oh, tiny. Four pounds, and now she she averages thirty pounds, but she's probably a little overweight because you know we have a baby and she's not getting the exercise she should be. So sure. she's just like a little chunkier. Um, but she's sort of in between the two things. Like we never know whether to take her to the small dog section of the park or, or the big dog. Um, 
But, you know, um, we're really happy with with her size. But, you know, I like them both. I'd be scared to lose a tiny dog. Yeah, I like but, that. But um, my, my first dog as a kid um, was only our dog for, like, two months because it was a full Marmaduke situation. Oh, whoa. Of, like, <laughs> of just, like, dragging my dad down the street. <laughs> uh, like, just doggone funny corner. Uh, <laughs> and, and so it was just, just too big for anyone in the family to handle. Because um, my my parents are like little Puerto Rican parents. <laughs> <laughs> I'm five foot ten, and I'm taller than my parents by like a lot. <laughs> so uh, it was just too much dog for us. So you know, a mid-sized sedan dog is, is pretty good. You know, we'll accept that. That's a that's a fair question. Uh, we also have a little game we like to play where we'll give you two breeds of a dog, and then you name that dog for us. So if there was a dog, okay. if it was, yep, we also think it's weird. We're also like, no, we'll see. We'll see if this sticks. Um, if there, maybe, maybe we'll try it out. Thanks for being a good sport. Um, if there was a dog that was a St. Bernard mixed with a Basset Hound, what would that dog be named? Ooh, good one. Uh, uh, a St. Bernard with a Basset Hound? Now, I, I'm going to jump in. Yeah, hop out. Yeah. Do you mean like what would you call the breed or what would you name, like what name would you give like, to that like, dog? Yeah, like would okay. you call him a tiny scout or, you know, not that. Probably. I hope not. <laughs> Definitely wouldn't Please don't that. say tiny scout, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think anytime I think of those, I think, do they still have a, a cask of brandy around their neck <laughs> to help explorers? In the Arctic, that I would call her a brassy hound. Oh, Ooh, I like it. That's I like that. ideal. Very That's catchy. Perfect. That's perfect. We love it. Because it's like a hound, but like with alcohol strapped to him. Ooh. <sighs> Listen, if that's we ever meet him, we'll be like, well, I know you named I mean, the breed. If we're, but... That sounds like a dream dog, honestly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Let's be honest about things. Let's be honest. Uh, okay, well, we thank you so much for talking to us. We know that you are crazy busy. We have one more question for you. Yeah, uh, shoot. Would... Would you consider writing the counterpart to Cats, Dogs, the Smash It musical as your next project? It sounds crazy, but I have been pitched to that before. <laughs> really? What? Tell us yes. everything. Um, well, listen, people love their dogs, and it's a weird mystical relationship we have with our dogs. Like, I think like dogs have these weird personalities um, that can't be explained by get up and sit and play dead and all that stuff you teach it. Like they just have these incredible personalities and we have yet with the exception of Snoopy's solos in Peanuts right. to see that really <laughs> dramatized in the American musical theater repertory. Agreed. So I think it's just a matter of time. I'm, I'll call Tim Rice's people. <laughs> Thank you. Thank now, you. Am I crazy or was there a Bark the Musical? I think there was, but listen, it can be it can be done better. Was there a, was there a what the musical? Bark? Isn't there a a musical called Bark with an exclamation point? Am I crazy? I think I, out I in... don't know. La... I, if there is, I haven't heard of it. I I Ooh, I'm not finding it. I think that might have just been a Los Angeles based show that we did. We or did here for a little bit. Uh, but it... or, or a fever dream. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. You guys. Remember <laughs> Bark? Oh, Bark. <laughs> I remember. I remember. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's on me. <laughs> Terrific. There, there's, so there's there's two fam- there's two famous dogs in the musical theater canon. Oh, let's hear them. There is uh, there is Peter and Wendy's nanny in Peter oh, Pan. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Who doesn't get a solo and is often is often played by a human in a dog outfit, which I find racist. Yes, <laughs> and, 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 and then there's uh, and that's dog blackface. Yeah, uh, yes, dog face. And then there's oh, there's dog face. And then there's um, 
whatchamacallit, Annie's dog, which oh. is often <gasps> played by a real dog. Sandy. Right. Sandy. Yeah. Uh, um, but Sandy has yet to get a solo. Agreed. So, There's also a bulldog, I believe, in Legally Blonde. But no, I it's also, a chihuahua. Oh, is it a chihuahua? Well, I think there's a chihuahua it's and a, a bulldog. Chihuahua. And in the latest production of Pippin, there was a dog that came out for a cameo for one scene. Oh, I think what we've learned here is it's deeply missed. Uh, we need we need more. We need more dogs in theater. Uh, but for that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. Uh, we love you. We love your dog. I love you, too. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for talking to me about my dog. I love talking about my damn dog. All right. Thank you. Thanks, guys. All right. That about wraps it up for this first episode. Uh, Now, we have to pull back the curtain of secrecy a little bit here. This whole thing is just an elaborate ruse to see pictures of your dogs, you guys. And the easiest way we think we can do that is have you tweet them at us. So uh, please tweet us pictures of your dog. Our handle is CIPYD podcast on Twitter. You can also find us there on Instagram. Uh, We also have a Facebook page. That one's just Can I Pet Your Dog podcast on Facebook. We want to give a huge thank you to Lin-Manuel Miranda. What a treat to have him on if you enjoyed the podcast please rate review and subscribe on itunes thank you so much maximum fun for having us you guys should check out all the other great podcasts on maximumfun.org including the brand new one that launched with us right now called we got this highly recommend it awesome and special thanks to aaron hagan for our intro and outro music and to Paige weldon for our logo you can see pictures of our guest lin-manuel miranda's dog on our twitter and instagram at cipyd podcast and a huge thank you to Maximum Fun and Jesse Thorne for having us. We're so excited to be here and we're so excited to hear all about your dogs. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is our dream to talk about dogs all day and you're helping us do it. We'll see you next time. Can, Can I, I pet, pet your, your dog? dog? MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Welcome to the Lady to Lady Show. Behind door number one, we have fantastic weekly guests like Aisha Tyler, French Stewart, Retta, and more. Behind door number two, we have road trip and sleepover games like Would You Rather and Never Have I Ever, the kind of games that remind you of being a kid. Door number three brings you fresh hot episodes every Wednesday. You can find them on iTunes and at MaximumFun.org. Now pick a door. Just kidding. They're not real because we're a podcast. You're all winners. And we didn't really think this through. Lady to ladies.